Liverpool suffer a double-digit loss to the Boston Celtics at home, unfortunately getting embarrassed by the Celtics yet again. We're going to talk about it, break it all down, have some fun, I guess to say, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Eric Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this continent. Unfortunately, the Chicago Bulls lost to the Boston Celtics despite having a three lead at the end of the first half. The Chicago utterly in the third quarter, uh, having losing the third quarter 37-21. to 21, And at that point, it was almost like it was the same old Chicago Bulls team. The energy, everything was out the game for the Bulls. And we were right back looking at the same team that we saw that just is outmatched against teams. Now, I did I did say in the uh, halftime hangout that I completely expected the Boston Celtics to come out in that second half firing on all cylinders and making adjustments. And that's exactly what this team did in the second half of this game. And unfortunately, despite the Bulls even still winning the rebounding battle by nine, which was the same lead that they had in that rebounding battle in the first half of the game, uh, they just didn't have enough. Didn't have enough turnovers, completely killed the Bulls. The Boston Celtics having 20 points off turnovers to 17 only for the Chicago Bulls. And then you look at, uh, you know, just things overall in this game. We just, we didn't execute well enough. We did have more second chance points. They killed us in points off the uh, points on the fast break. We won the points in the paint battle by 20. The Bulls, when you look at the statistics in this game, the Bulls should have been right in this game, but it comes down to the execution piece of it. The 13 turnovers by the Chicago Bulls, even though the Boston Celtics did also have 13, uh, we just didn't do enough in this game. 28 three-pointers taken in this game. They made 23 three-pointers going uh, 23 of 47, 48% from the field. That math problem persists for the Chicago Bulls. And then overall, we just we just had some disappointing performances overall in this game, and it just wasn't enough. Kobe White does finish the game with 20 points. Uh, despite having five points in the first half of the game, we expected him to come in and do that. Vucci, who had 20 points in the first half, finishes with only 22 points in the entirety of the game. That's not going to get it done. We didn't have success in the same way that we're having he does finish with 22 points 14 rebounds two assists and shout out to him DeMar DeRozan finishes with 19 points every starter gets in double digits for the Chicago Bulls which is really good but it just it wasn't enough man and this Bulls team was outclassed Julian Phillips gives the Bulls solid 18 minutes coming off the bench for sure but um you know there's still some things that you can take away from this I mean every team you face isn't going to have the best record in the NBA so maybe the Bulls can have a moral victory in that way with how they can they can they can uh compete against some of the other teams but it just that you wanted to you, you we hope that the bulls were going to be able to come in start this second uh, second part of the season it's not the second half but second part of the season off with a big time win against the best team in the conference in the league and it just wasn't enough so you know again the Bulls competing but not contending you know that's going to be a lot of things that people talk about uh, overall, the team just didn't have it. They didn't. They didn't have enough to get it done. And the Boston Celtics are, as I said, one of the one of the best coach teams in the in the league. They execute properly. They they spread the ball around. When you look at White in this game, leading the team in scoring with twenty eight points, going nine of fourteen from the field. You also have Tatum with twenty five. You got Jalen Brown with twenty one. 
right? You 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 have those level of performances from the team. You know, it, it's difficult. And this is a team that is that is shorthanded, right? You look at we're missing Patrick Williams, missing Tory Craig. And while neither one of those players averages a huge amount of points per game or anything, they are important to the defense. They are important to rebounding. They are important to having the closest thing we have to legitimate size at that power forward position. And it's it, it, when it comes down to it, it's it's unfortunate. It's it's really unfortunate that yet again the Bulls suffer a loss in a game that you know they had a lead in in the half, and you know it, to, it, to to lose it by double digit points. Yeah, it's frustrating, right? It, it's it adds to that to the frustrating nature that this season has been for the Chicago Bulls, and we just gotta hope that AK is also seeing this and looking at this and saying, "Listen, this ain't enough." Where the Bulls sit right now, and the way that the Bulls have been competing, they are going to win some games. They're going to have some games and some stretches there where the eight with they. You look at them, you say, hey, "This is a team that could definitely have a much better record than what they could have." That potential is in on that team. But like I say with players, all potential isn't realized. And so just because the Bulls have that potential to be a team that can compete with some of the better teams in the Eastern Conference, the fact is is that still when we do, we still have our doubts around it. This team needs a better vision. We need better balance. We need some, some more quality depth. And we need some size to truly get the Bulls to where they can ultimately be um, and and how how good they can, they, they can be as a team. And as long as we keep being this team that – that fights and competes off hope alone, it's going to, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Bulls. So, you know, I, I hope to see better production from the team overall. I hope to see, you know, just, just some, some things, right. Uh, for sure. But we, we, we got some stuff that we need to tighten up. We got things that we suck on as a team. And until we, uh, you know, we have some better balance. Uh, we, we have some more three point shooting, which is a big part, especially in the modern day NBA. We're always going to be one of those teams that are going to be good. Right. We're going to look really good, but we're not going to be good enough to really accomplish much. We're just we're not. And, you know, I love this team. You guys know if, you, if you've been watching here long enough, you know, I love this team. I love a lot of the players on this team. I really do. But you have to find a better way to balance it all. And we have another game where not many minutes but the Twin Tower lineup, the Vooch and, and, and Drum lineup. It's not working. It just isn't. Another game, negative uh, negative net rating, negative plus minus. They only played less than seven minutes together. They have a net rating of negative ninety two point three and a plus minus of negative twelve. So you know, you know that was something that a lot of people held out hope for. Is this Vooch and Drum lineup can can maybe unlock something? And while it's going to look good against some teams, it's just it's not enough. And for for years in a row, right? It's been years now. We're we're talking three years. Our thinnest positions have been the same. The, the, the power forward and the, and the center position have been thin all, all three of the last three seasons. Rim protection has been thin to, to non-existent for three years in a row. Three-point shooting has been thin to non-existent for three years in a row since Lonzo basically went down. And it, it's just, I, w- I would love to see the Bulls through the lens that it seems like Arturis Karnasova sees this team this team through because it's almost like he looks at this team and sees some, something better. It's like having beer goggles on, right? It's like having you, – you, you pick up a, a, a fine chick at a bar, and you, when you wake up in the morning, she's ugly, and sometimes you're not going to give a damn. But then you're looking at yourself and looking like, what the hell are we doing here? That's where this thing is. This is a, this is a team that can look really good sometimes. But the results 
Always going to be a mixed bag. And until AK is willing to get really creative and, uh, and come off some of these players that you built to this team, we're always going to be a team that stays around this area. And I, I for one, am kind of tired of it. Right. And I know a lot of Bulls fans are as well. Now, again, I don't want to completely crap on the team. This was the, the best team in the league. The Boston Celtics are the best team per record in the NBA. Top five in offense, top five in defense. It's going to be difficult for the best teams on any given night to beat that Boston Celtics team. So let me be clear. I The way that the Bulls competed in this game, even though they weren't able to get the job done, it still lends itself to get a little bit of credit. But this has been the story for the Bulls for the longest. We are going to beat some of the some of the bad teams. We're going to beat some of the good teams. But where our record's going to end up is somewhere that still lies us in being mid. And as long as that becomes the barrier for you, as long as that, that continues to be the thing that you're okay with as a franchise, then listen, this is where we're going to sit. And we can be this team for the next decade, a team that just wins between 35 and 41 games for the next six seasons. We're going to see Kobe White excel, look really good. We're going to see some growth from Io. We may see Julian Phillips and Dalen Terry look really good. But it's still the math portion of basketball still matters, and it still has an impact. And the math right now, the way that the Bulls operate as an offense, it leaves so much to be desired. We do not benefit from any type of easy offense even remotely, everything that the Bulls do has to fight, be fought uphill. Could that come down to coaching? Is that just roster construction? It's a mix between the two. But the hope that it was once there in this team, it, I think it's just starting to get, get into the reality that we just realized this team is just going to be mid until you're ready, willing, and able to do something more meaningful to, to get us into that spot that you told us that you want to do. Every year since Arturis Karnasova took over this team, the standard has, has dropped. You, come in, you came in here saying that you wanted to build organically through the draft, develop your young players, that you wanted to win championships because that's what this Chicago Bulls franchise des uh, and fan base deserve. That went from that to continuity to being competitive to where it's now that we're sitting at just making the playing tournament seems like that's a goal for this front office and while that's fine as a base as a foundation you want to be able to be a team that you can say at your base is going to be a playing team and get a playoff team low tier that's going to be able to get to the playoffs but if you're not willing to build off that, if you're not willing to take that foundation and make it more solid, you're just going to stay there. And every year that this Bulls team stays the same, is getting worse by the nature of every other team around the NBA isn't AK. They aren't waiting for Jesus Christ to come back for this team to start being competitive. And that's something that sucks as, this Bulls fan, as a Bulls fan to keep watching this team fail like that every single time. But that's my thought process. Thank you for attending my TED Talk. We're going to go ahead and get into a message from our sponsor. When we come back on the other side of that, I'll be reading your guys' comments. Most of you know, anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full legal name and personal email, your home address, phone number, and even your relatives. For me, personally, I never took this kind of stuff seriously that people can take my personal data and use it for their own financial gain. Well, in 2019, I got my identity stolen, including my social security number and credit card information. And it was a total nightmare getting it all sorted out. From recouping loans that were taken out in my name and shopping sprees on my credit card, there are some really bad people out there. And it's sad to say, but it's true. 
Do a Google search for your personal information or someone you know and see if a people search site shows up. The information is easily accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spanners, and anyone else that wants to learn more about you. And so for me, protecting my and my family's personal data and information is at the utmost importance because of the terrible experience I had four years ago. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura will identify data brokers that are exposing your information and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf. They will even opt out of junk mail and telemarketing lists. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in any data breach and exposed on the dark web. Aura's app also features VPN, password manager, real-time credit card and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls, and protects your device from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app, which is what makes it so amazing so that you don't have to use multiple platforms and sites to protect yourself. Let Aura do the hard work, keeping you safe online. And if you sign up right now, Aura will give you a two week free trial with my link below. You'll be shocked at how much your private information Aura finds exposed over two weeks. I was shocked at how much my information Aura was able to find when I was using the app. Go to Aura.com slash CBC to start your free trial. Also linked in the description, or you can scan the QR code here. Now back to the video. All right, Bulls fans, you already know one of the most important parts of any Chicago Bulls Central live stream is getting into the chat. Let's see how you guys are feeling today. We got Omar in the building. Omar says, this is what years of continuity looks like. That's Listen, you are not wrong there, my friend, at all. These third quarters struggling in the third quarter says, has to be coaching at this point. Well, it's down, like, uh, listen, coaching definitely plays a part, but I don't want to throw the players any bell by blaming it all on coaching as a team and ask players on the court you have to have a little bit more pride in what you're going to do as well and this Bulls team what we continually see from them is that when they get uh down and the going gets tough the Bulls get to lose that's just what we've seen consistently from this team it's unfortunate but that is what we continue to see and let's hope that you know the team can figure something out over the rest of the 26 games left MC says we lost uh, competitively. That's all AK demands. These players are doing what is asked of them. What what a uh, FO and team see the see bullshit. That's funny. Um, but I mean, listen, it's here's the thing. To say that the players are doing what's asked of them, you can't really say that, right? Because they aren't executing the best. They aren't shooting the ball well, and you got to limit those turnovers. Expect to compete at a high level, but Bulls' next uh, schedule stretch is beautiful. Oh, the Bulls. Listen, while overall they have what the 13th easiest schedule remaining uh, of the way, you know, now 15 out of our last 26 games are against teams above 500. It's definitely going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough. Um, Boston five offensive rebounds were all those Cornette tip tip dunks. That's that's crazy. Cornette, man. Competitive, a new slogan to keep fans from getting angry and holding the organization accountable. Well, it shouldn't be. If you let a buzzword keep you from holding the organization accountable, then, then you're, 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 you've been willingly ignorant to what's going on with this team. Melvin says, it's so annoying how mostly every NBA team has three-point shooting practice against the Bulls. If Billy Donovan or whoever was uh, this good defensive coach, people claim this will never happen. Well, no, that's not true. It still comes down to um to, to to manpower and the fact of the matter is while the bulls have been able to post top five to top 10 defenses with players that just aren't really good defensively the weaknesses experience the thrill of march madness if you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home 
Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc of the players on the court especially in switching and uh, in, in closeouts we're terrible at that that comes down we, we just don't have the players that are really equipped to do that yeah coaching still definitely plays a part but also does the, the execution by the players Billy Donovan is a terrible coach. Just play the young guys and get out and run. These old guys aren't winning games. The young guys aren't going to win games either. And that's that's an oversimplification of what can help this team is just by saying, oh, we'll just get the young guys out there to run. No, because the young guys still aren't polished. They aren't going to execute very well, right? You're going to have your growing pains. Do they now? You're, you're helping their development along the way by playing them, absolutely. Um, but, again, Billy Donovan, he's not a terrible coach. He's a good head coach. That doesn't mean he's good for this team, but overall, he's not a terrible head coach. But team finally got a uh, shot at tip from three. Oh, yeah. Listen, I wish that it was more meaningful. Vucevic doesn't want to let go uh, of the center position. He and Drummond are fighting on the perimeter to give double screens. That's funny. Uh, if a team keeps uh, collapsing in the third quarter and makes one of the, the same, uh, some of the same mistakes on defensive rotations that you see time and time again, it's different games. It's on coaching, in my opinion. Well, it's again, it's on player IQ as well. And it's not the same mistakes. That's the thing. The Bulls aren't making the same exact mistakes in the third quarters. That is the thing. Like, like adjustments is definitely on coaching, but you can't abstain the players from their part in it as well in the execution. So our franchise went to hell when they decided to fire Tibbs. I missed the 2015 Bulls, man. At least we had something to look forward to. I mean, listen, I said it then. Now I didn't have this show. Then you'd have to check my social media and, and scrub it, which is a dark place. Shout out to you if you do that. Um, but when the Bulls fired Tibbs, it was more about personal feelings than business, right? And don't get me wrong, Tibbs is one of those coaches that were always that that's gonna fizzle out everywhere that he goes. His his amount of time, the length of time that Tibbs has to coach a team, it, it's always gonna be one of those things where you look at it and you're like, eight years is probably the most you're gonna get Tibbs to coach a team before either the players turn on him or he just kind of fizzles out. But it it hasn't been good since then, right? It's, everything's been downhill since then. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Brother Corn in the building says, Fax Hayes were too inconsistent, very inconsistent team, and that's not going to stop. That's not going to stop. 
Delbert says, yo, Jerry, sell the debt. Listen, people got to stop. Selling the team ain't going to fix shit. Like, again, selling the team, uh, like, even the luxury tax, that's not going to change where this team is right now. You don't, if you're spending into the luxury tax just to be a playing team, you're doing life wrong. So, and again, if the I guarantee you, if the Bulls, which they're never going to do, if the Ryan Surf were to sell the Chicago Bulls, best believe it's not going to be somebody who's going to want to keep the Bulls in Chicago. So this whole sell the team thing, it's not going to happen. One th uh, only thing I can say is I'm happy about is that I was super cute at the United Center today, and the Vooch stopped shooting all them threes. Otherwise, we were outgunned, outmanned, and outclassed. We tired. Well, that's the thing. Or we tried. Uh, like, yeah, and you get, listen, a participation trophies, I, I I can't give you, right? But yeah, the Bulls did compete in this. Melvin says, sorry, I disagree. Arturis should have saw this wasn't enough last season. He hasn't made a trade in almost three years. Um, we needed bit, a bit more size and a bit more shooting. What do you mean? That's exactly what I said. What are you disagreeing to? Yeah, but again, you, that has to be available. The fact that the Bulls didn't make a trade at this trade deadline, the size wasn't necessarily out there. And you don't want to give up everything the Bulls have right now. They would have had to give up an asset. And it's unfortunate. It's the culmination of the lack of activity over over the over the amount of time that got the Bulls where they are right now. Facts say his only goal for this front office is to make the play and talk about low hanging fruit. Pathetic. Yeah. I mean, when that when that's your goal, right? When your goal is to say, hey, at least we made that play in tournament, guys. That's that's literally what AK is basically coming to us and saying in these press conferences. Of saying, hey, you know what, man, listen, listen, I know. When we came here, we were talking championships. You know, it is. It's it's like being in a bad relationship, right? It's like if 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 you get your girl flowers at the beginning of a relationship, and then you're two years in, and you're not even acknowledging her existence, much less getting getting her flowers. It's like, yeah, you know, well, at least I'm not beating you. You know, Billy across the street beats his wife. At least I'm not beating you. That's where this front office is right now, with Bulls fans. They look at it and say, listen, we 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 said we were going to get a couple of rings. We said that, but um. You know, at least we're not the Detroit Pistons. We're competing. There you go, fans. We're competing and competitive, right? That's what they're saying. And it's like, we got to stop, man. You got to have some pride about yourself, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? Shay in the building says, uh, the only person I could look to blame in this game is Billy Donovan. At the end of the day, when we're up uh, going into the halftime, you have to know the team is going to make adjustments, and you have to also. But two also, you got two. You want to make two adjustments? You can't make one. Billy Donovan does not make halftime adjustments. I think every... As as a as a family, right? Can we all agree that we don't expect Billy Bubblegum Donovan to make halftime adjustments? It sucks, right? But again, but the, again, this team attaching themselves to mediocrity goes back to it. You gave your head coach a contract extension of an unknown amount of years, a year ahead, and at that point in time, Billy Donovan had a forty five percent win percentage at, as the head coach of the Chicago Bulls, tying yourself to mediocrity. That's what this front office is doing. That's where this franchise is at right now. The AK, Eversley, Jerry Reinsdorf, Jesus, everybody's looking and saying, hey, listen, how, how, how much can we double down on mid? Billy, what's your win percentage? What's your win percentage as this guy? 47%? Bet we got five more years for you. This is what we need from you, Billy. Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Billy, yeah, Billy, Um, it's Jerry. Like, I just, I wanted to holler at you real quick. Yeah, Um. so we were looking, we were reviewing your, uh, we were reviewing your performance as the head coach, and what we came up with is that uh, you're, you're pretty mid. Um, so we were reviewing it. You, you got about a 47 and a half win percentage, which you know it's it's not terrible, but it's not good either. So here's what we're gonna do for you because you've been so mid. 
We want to make sure that fans have a little bit of hope, but not enough. We want them to be frustrated, but not too frustrated that they're not buying T-shirts. This is red bearded guy's name's Hayes. We want to make sure he keeps buying shirts. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you 15 years on this contract, Billy. Um, once we get that contract of 15 years signed in, here's what we need you to do. Every time you get three games close to 500, we need you to lose four games. Yeah, that's just uh, lose four games, Billy. Yeah, as long as you keep doing that, you're going to keep having your job. So yeah, listen, listen, Billy, this is what we're saying. Get to three games below 500. Sell the team on hope, right? If you can, if you can time that around the trade deadline, that would be great. But, you know, it's not needed. Um, so get about three games below 500, right? That's what I need you to do. Once you get there, lose four games. Can you do that for me, Billy? Yeah, we got the bubblicious for you. That's not a problem. I bet I, I have I had Edna fax over the contract. Thank you there, bro. That's literally, that's where this Bulls front office is right now. Like, that's what we're doing. We're, we're attaching ourselves to being mid. It is what it is. Like, uh, it is what it is. That's where we sit right now, man. Opponents game plan versus Bulls practically every game and shoot a lot of threes. Well, it's more than that, right? Try to force them into switches. That's going to be even worse. So injuries hurt tonight. Lately, our opponents have been a lot healthier than us. I mean, listen, yes, every team has injuries. Don't get me wrong, but the Bulls have been able to compete with having injuries. It just is what it is, man. Please trade Zach for five second rounders at this point. Hey, listen, you may have to give up five second rounders to trade Zach Levine at this point, man. It just may, that may have to happen. There were some nice plays where we were hitting guys on cuts to the basket for easy buskets. That went away in the second half after Boston made an adjustment or we stopped doing well. The thing is, is this team doesn't move consistently without the ball. They don't. They don't move without the ball in their hands. Like, listen, they can learn a lot from Tiana Trump. Once you got the ball, you keep moving. Like, you just keep moving. Y'all keep your heads up because let's be real, it's the Celtics. But our time will come, but it's not that time. And I don't know when that time will be in the next 10 years. We'll see. We'll see. Don't worry how they'll perform now post-All-Star break or is it just one game? And Do you think they'll maintain uh, their stay? I mean, it's one game. We, we got to see. It's, it's a lot to say. Listen, this Bulls team's still playing better basketball than not. They're winning more games than they're losing. So, you know, it's still, don't get me, I'm frustrated by this loss because of the way we lost this game, but there's still enough to say there. We'll see. At this point, it's frustrating how uh, is the Bulls more competitive when they struggle to stay healthy and keep up against better teams. I mean, listen, I, that's that's the nature of being a Chicago Bulls fan. Everything that doesn't make sense is exactly what they'll do. First of all, I see you trying to get attention here, Jordan. You're a bitch. Like, let's just be clear. Yeah, Pat, my name's not even, you don't even know whose show you're in. Listen, I understand that you had to pop the dick out your mouth to be able to come to this live stream and type. It's very difficult to suck dick and type YouTube comments at the same time. But I'm telling you, my guy, multitask. You're going to come in here multitask. It's bad enough that that's the Avi pick that you use. I already can tell that, that you suck dick behind the Dollar Tree, hoping to get enough money to buy a couple of tea bags. It's okay. But don't come in. You will get flamed, my boy. Chill the hell out, man. Chill the hell out, bro. It's okay. I understand that you haven't seen the only dicks that you've seen in the last 12 months is the dicks that you suck because you're too fat to see your own. But calm down, bro. Chill out. Chill out. Don't worry about it. Chill out. Get your life together, man. Yeah, there's really no way to argue any sense about Billy's secret contract. Meanwhile, we wait for the answer to the secret knowing for a fact that we hate the answer. I mean, listen, this front office has shown an ability to make moves. It just seems like they making them in spurts. What it seems like, AK, from what he's done here, I'm not even bringing what he did in Denver, but what he's done here to the Chicago Bulls, he built a solid enough foundation and had a plan. 
Once that plan went to shit, he's now taking three years to come up with a new plan. Hopefully the next plan works and he can start building off of it. Because right now, much like Billy Donovan's halftime adjustments, the way that AK has adjusted to uh the way AK has adjusted to his plan falling to shit has just been ugly. It's been ugly. Are the Celtics what the bull standard was with Zoe? So the roster would have been Zoe, Zach, Damar, I guess P. Will and Vooch. Is that what the Bulls? I can't say that because again, the Celtics are still built around two very high caliber. Two-way play. Yeah, they don't uh, – you know, Jason Tatum isn't the best defensively, but they compete defensively. So I can't say that the Celtics and Bulls had the same standard. It's because they have very different caliber of players. They got two absolute, absolute uh, all-stars in that team. So don't worry, guys. AK going to give us more updates on Zoe's new and improved knees. <laughs> you remember when uh, Pat said he was like, uh, hopefully he got a Nigerian knee cartilage in that replacement? That was crazy. Don't worry how they're performed now post-All-Star break. Is it, we, all right, listen, I already answered this. Sydney, stop leaving the same goddamn comment. What are we doing here? Have some respect. <laughs> Boston was where we are now. Uh, that Lonzo season, crazy turnaround they've had. I mean, listen, but they they got the players to do it. I haven't heard anything about the buyer market recently. Do you think we go for Joe Harris? I mean, uh, here's the thing. The Bulls need three-point shooting. And while, you know, the, we don't – it's not like – like, there's no Pat Bev in this buyout market, right? The player that can come in and just give you everything that you need. Pat Bev brought everything the Bulls needed at last year's trade, I mean, buyout market. But Joe Harris is a career, what, 42% shooter from three-point range? So maybe he can definitely help. I I don't I won't guarantee that the Bulls go that way, but it's definitely possible. I want the Bulls in the offseason to add more three-point shooters and more rim protection. Well, Devin, it's not that easy. Like, if it was that easy to go in, walk into Walmart and be like, hey, let me get let me get a couple of them three point shooters and rim protection. By the way, Jordan doesn't like rim protection because he likes his rim very much to tack. Uh, but outside of that, uh, it's not that simple. Teams players gotta want to come here, right? Or you have to find it in the draft. Now, I will say this: there are some players in the draft that the Bulls can add some rim protection with. They missed out on it with Walker Kessler. I think is what second in the league in blocks per game, and hopefully the Bulls are looking at that because they do they will be drafting higher in this draft and they're looking at needs hopefully that's the case oh shit my bad i was making tacos listen stop playing with meat sydney get your life together get your life together i'm surprised nobody's picked up daniel house by <laughs> now maybe uh teams are having second thoughts on him i mean uh, that is because i think daniel house is one of the first teams where i think a uh, players that people thought he was expected to go somewhere daniel house didn't sign somewhere I wouldn't be mad at Daniel House. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, right now is the worst time because we're still suffering from the asset losses from our original trades. So we have the weird uh, situation with mostly over 30s and 24s or younger, nobody prime. Well, I mean, your 24s could be in your prime, right? But we haven't developed those guys. Like, this is the first season of Kobe White being a huge part of the Chicago Bulls offense since with the team winning games, right? So he was initially that, that second year, but that was a team that was that just was bad. So... I mean, yeah, and we're seeing players ascend like a like a IO, like a Kobe, but this roster is in a weird place right now, and we got definitely places that we need to grow for sure. Speaking of Walker, I can't believe that Utah Jazz are having him coming off the bench. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. He's still playing a lot of minutes, right? Coming off the bench or starting, I, I look at the minutes. It's more when you're out there on the court in the modern NBA, and he's out there in some really good, important times. Rose is now on. Oh, there ain't no point in that. 
These dumbasses going to trade up then draft Zach Eady. They're not going to draft Zach Eady. It's not going to happen. Zach Eady is not going to be the target because uh, that would be absolute god-awful and trash. I mean, listen, it is what it is, though. But all right, guys, I got to get ready to go do Locked on Bulls. My bad for starting the post-game stream late as well. I was frustrated. I'm not even going to front on y'all. I was frustrated to shit for a second there. At, most of you guys know I don't do live calls for games because I am a very passionate Bulls fan. And there was a time period in this game where I was just literally like, hey, um, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to do anything. I was pissed off. So, you know, it is what it is when it comes down to it. But, hey, we got to get, get ready to go live over on Locked on Bulls. So make sure you guys stay tuned in over there. Thank you so much for being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. We are eight days away from making a 1,000 straight days of Chicago Bulls Central. I can't wait to bring you guys to episode 1,000. I love you guys so much, man. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPodDemo.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.